Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Wednesday is the day where they all talk football to get ready for what's to come this weekend. We're down to four, just four teams remaining, which means four potential matchups in the Super Bowl. So we've got a poll up. I've never done anything like this before, but I do think because each team has superstars and has a unique history and has some high-profile storylines. Also, they're just great. These four remaining teams are absolutely terrific. The ones in both conferences, the two in the NFC, the three in the AFC. And so we're asking you, because it fits so perfectly into a Twitter poll, uh, and of course we'll put the option up on Facebook as well, which matchup do you want for the Super Bowl? Not... Which one do you think, although I suppose some of you will just end up predicting, but which one do you want to see? So I voted, but I'm not going to tell you what I voted for <laughs> because I keep my fan preferences out of it. Uh, I, I have to be completely objective. So I will not tell you who I voted for uh, unless you hack my Twitter. You're not going to know. Uh, but I am interested to know which matchup you would most like to see. Uh, so check that out. The poll is just up on our show Twitter after our CBS uh, you can share it. You can retweet it. We'll get as many votes as possible. And then you can also find it on Facebook after hours with Amy Lawrence. Uh, we're going to get right back to some basketball. One last game I want to talk about, plus Steph Curry with another temper tantrum. Uh, but some of you are already answering the question I posed at the top of the hour or top of last hour, I should say. Uh, thank you for listening and weighing in even before we have a post up. In light of what I heard on the news as I was driving into work, that Amazon Prime officials, leadership, company brass, actually believes they're about to tap out in terms of the number of subscribers that they can reach in the United States. Um, there, There is this issue now for Netflix, right? They've kind of got to the point where the subscribers are not going up anymore. Um, it's the same thing for other streaming services, especially the ones that have been around for a while, right? So you, you have only so many people who are willing to pay extra. Now, more and more people are cutting the cord, meaning more and more people are getting away from traditional cable and cable systems and are going towards some of these streaming services. And many of you have offered your suggestions. Trust me, uh, in order for me to get all of the sports that I need, I would be paying more than what I am in cable. Uh, and so uh, there's a lot of different ways that people do it. But what we're seeing as a major trend in pro sports, NFL, Major League Baseball, 
Uh, we're going to see it with the NBA, the NHL, no doubt. Uh, you definitely have it with, say, Premier League Soccer. And I've even uh, seen some USA, some Team USA games that are, you know, World Cup qualifiers that are now on streaming services. Uh, we know that tennis was not, at least a, a few of the matches, they have not been on cable TV overnight when they're airing live or when they're taking place down under. Instead, they're on streaming services. So it's going to happen more and more because it's a new, relatively untapped stream of revenue. And with the NFL jumping in with both feet, Amazon paying billions of dollars for Thursday Night Football and ultimately will have a playoff game. And then also sending its Sunday ticket package which has always been a huge piece of what the league does. It's a major moneymaker. They're sending it to YouTube TV. M more of the leagues will follow suit because the NFL always sets the precedent, always when it comes to revenue streams. Trust me, the NFL is a cash cow, which is why the the commanders are likely to sell for $6 billion plus. Um, it's, it's why owners really rich people want to get into the NFL because that's that's a league where you are bound to make more money. You're going to make more money regardless of whether or not you run the team well. Anyway, uh, we're going to see that more and more. And so with the NFL setting the precedent, other leagues are going to follow, which means we as sports fans have, we have decisions to make. We have choices to make. And so I would like to know how you use streaming services for sports. But in addition, which apps do you use and where do you draw the line? So that's the question. Where do you draw the line? I have to draw the line with, I've got Amazon Prime, but I had it before football and I will keep it. I love, I don't rem remember my life before Amazon. I love Amazon Prime. So I get a lot of my other non-sports video off of Amazon Prime as well. Um, and then I also have Paramount Plus. Now, it's not primarily for football, but there are not only football games, because uh, CBS and Paramount Plus, that's the same company, but you also have a variety of other sporting events that you might not be able to get elsewhere. Uh, I think it was last year, I think, last spring, I remember watching Tiger Woods' entire final round at the Masters, I think it was, on Paramount Plus. Because it was earlier in the daytime, he wasn't in competition for the, the green jacket. And so instead, he was on the course early and it wasn't on TV. Uh, I watched his entire round almost early on Paramount Plus. So there are a lot of sports on Paramount Plus because, again, it's it's CBS. It's the same umbrella, same family. Uh, so I'd like to know how you use the streaming services as a sports fan, but also, you know, where do you draw the line? I, I can't do anymore. Sirius XM, Amazon Prime, and Paramount Plus. That's it. And then my regular cable where I watch a lot of games. Um, so that's where I have to cut myself off in order to be able to uh, maintain some type of a balance in my bank account. Uh, but a lot of you are writing to me with your various plans and the way that you do it. Adrian says the best deal is YouTube TV, plenty of sports, unlimited recordings for $65 a month. Uh, Matt says I use Hulu live for TV. 
Uh, he says the guide is similar to DirecTV or something, and it has DVR. For $10 extra, I added the sports package. Tons of sports channels. Comes with ESPN Plus and Disney Plus included for a total of $94 a month. And he says, and this is a reminder, I remember sharing this with you during the season as well. The Thursday night games, when they don't air, or when you don't get them on Amazon Prime, they air hours later on uh, NFL Network. And not just that, they air throughout the week if it's a good game. Now, they weren't often good games this year, but the NFL Network replays games in their entirety throughout the week. Uh, and It's kind of like their commitment to their NFL replay. In fact, every night this week, I've seen uh, last week's playoff games re-airing. And so once again, I'm seeing Chiefs and Jaguars re-airing. Uh, they just finished re-airing Cowboys and Niners. So they do that all night long. Uh, if you do have NFL Network, you may not get it Right away, you may not get it live, but NFL Network is so good at, at turning around highlights and turning around games. Uh, so you can find me on Twitter, A Law Radio, and share uh, your streaming services, your plan, your sports plan, uh, so we can kind of see. I, I just like to gauge it because, yeah, there's only so much that we can afford unless we're filthy rich, and that's not me. But <laughs> speaking of filthy rich, did you see that story? That an audit, it took an audit to uncover the fact that Les Miles, who was a head coach at LSU, was paid a million dollars extra. It took an audit for them to uncover that. How many of us could say that we didn't notice we got paid a million dollars over what we were due? And, and then I wonder, did he notice and just didn't say anything? But yeah, it took an audit for LSU to uncover this. I mean, that's pretty crazy. And so I don't know if he has to pay it back, but he, oh, it, I'm sorry, it wasn't Les Miles. Uh, forgive me. It was Brian Kelly. It was Brian Kelly. So they did an audit and... <laughs> Found out they overpaid him by a million bucks. Now, in fairness, his contract is $100 million. So I suppose a million could get lost here or there. I mean, I'm not saying I wish I had that problem because I don't. I have zero desire to be rich. Um, but it would be nice to not have to worry about the streaming services and the money that I pay for the streaming services. <laughs> It's After Hours on CBS Sports Radio. So find us either on Twitter or Facebook, and we're interested in your reaction, in your comments. We were talking about an emotional battle in Philadelphia between the Nets and the Sixers. Well, you want emotion. There's always emotion when it comes to the Warriors. Uh, there's always emotion with Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, who will never, ever take anything for granted again. Steph gets so caught up. Then you've got Ja Morant on the same court on Wednesday night, a game that was still hanging in the balance in the very late stages. Almost two seconds, shot clock, game clock for Jordan Poole. Bad pass, Thompson with a catch, takes a dribble, it's a three, it's good! Clay Thompson nailed it with 14.1 to go, he buried it. The Warriors go up by two and the Grizzlies call another timeout! Morant into the front court, Kaminga on him, Morant crosses him over, gets into the lane, drops for Clark, what a pass! Clark jams with two hands, six seconds remaining, timeout Warriors. Grizzlies tie it, 120 apiece. John Morant drew two defenders. Brandon Clark flushes it home, and we're tied. 
First, you hear Tim Roy on Warriors Radio, and then you hear Eric Hasseltine on Grizzlies Radio. So, yes, you had the go-ahead bucket for Clay Thompson with 14 seconds left, but then Ja Morant drawing the defense, dishing to his teammate, and it was six seconds left when the Grizzlies tied the game. So, that left some time on the clock for the Warriors, but keeping in mind, Steph Curry was no longer available. He'd been ejected for chucking his mouthpiece. DiVincenzo will throw it in. Draymond Green orchestrating. Thompson curls right. He's not open. Pass to pull inside. Layup is up and good. He scored it with a second to go. Zaire Williams will throw it in the baseline. Waiting, looking. Throws into Bain. Bain will just chuck it down the floor. It's no good. The Warriors get the win. Pull went back door on the baseline. Once again, Tim Roy on Warriors Radio, the go-ahead bucket, the go-ahead layup for Jordan Poole as the time was winding down. So, man, uh, extremely entertaining, an electric atmosphere there at the Chase Center. Uh, But, yes, Steph Curry had to watch it from in the locker room because he threw his mouthpiece into the seats and got tossed late in this game. Though the Warriors end up getting the huge buckets from his teammates, and they are now back to 500. This was a big win for them uh, to be able to hold off the Grizzlies, who are one of the best teams in the West. And as the Warriors start to get healthy and they feel like they're playing better basketball, um, I think it's a confidence builder for them too to know that there are other guys they can go to in the clutch. And we saw Jordan Poole uh, come into his own in the playoffs last year. Remember, he started out. Remember, so Steph wasn't available to start the postseason last year. Jordan Poole was in the starting lineup in place of Steph. And, and we saw a couple of games that were 29 points, 30, 32 points. Um, that was good for him. But now it's about being steady Eddie. It's about trying to raise your level of play every night, but also cutting down on the mistakes. And that what's, that's what Steve Kerr is looking for. JP has been um, much more solid uh, the last um, five, six games. Um, you know, he had a stretch there where he was, um, he was trying so hard uh, to make plays and uh, he, was, he was making a lot of turnovers, taking a lot of bad shots. And I think he's been uh, much better, just shot selection, decision-making. Um, doesn't mean he's going to be perfect, but um, you know, I think he had three turnovers early in the game and didn't have any the rest of the game. thought he fought really hard defensively, uh, battled out there. Um, so I thought, I thought he played a, a great game. So this is a wild back and forth final minute, a lot of star power with Ja, with Clay, who these days is just so thrilled to be out there and loves uh, the pressure again. And then Jordan Poole with the winning layup. Now, Steph Curry hit a tying jumper with about two minutes to go, and he made free throws just inside the two-minute mark. But... As you now know, he was not on the court or in the arena as the time was winding down. Warriors could have run some more clock there. Poole misfires, 116-114, and a technical foul has been called on Curry. And he's been ejected. Jedemitis Petritus ejected him. Jedemitis Petritus has ejected Curry. On a play ahead of the play, there was nothing going on there except the bench was drawing at Curry, and he's been ejected from the game. That's astounding. It's astounding. It's ridiculous. It's not been a good night for three guys in, in gray shirts tonight. Crucial time in the game and the way that our season has gone. There's, you know, there's questions about the height and sense of urgency of you know, every detail matters. And 
when you want something really bad, um, you know, like just getting a win and then, you know, fourth quarter execution, clutch time type situation, you know, all that stuff does matter. So I reacted in a way that um, obviously put myself out of the game and put the team in a, in a tough place. But the intentions and the energy around what matters and the sense of winning, that's that's what it's about. Thankfully, we all responded, or my teammates responded extremely well. Uh, Clay with a big shot, JP with you know the game winner at the end. Execution was great. <clears throat> um, we needed that one, so there's a lot of there's a sense of urgency for sure, and kind of let my emotions get in the way of it. I didn't see what happened at the time, so um, you know when the ref called it, um, I was. I was confused, uh, and then the, the coach told me he threw threw the mouthpiece down out of anger, and I guess he did he throw it into the stands yeah. on the side. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think, yeah, I think that's on that's automatic uh, ejection. So, oh yes. Yeah, he he knows he knows he's he can't make that mistake again. Uh, but I was really proud of the guys that um, they fought. Through. Yes, they did. They fought through without him uh, and were able to hold off the hard-charging Grizzlies. Now, this is interesting. I'll read you verbatim what the crew chief, Sean Wright, said to the pool reporter. I know that Tim Roy doesn't agree. He's the Warriors play-by-play. Uh, he said it wasn't a good night for the three men in gray. Uh, I don't think that this is... Black, uh, this is a gray issue, actually. This is black and white. Stephen Curry takes his mouthpiece and throws it into the stands with force. As per rule, that is an automatic ejection. Now, Steph said that he specifically tried to throw it, well, in the moment, in the emotion. I don't know how you can specifically direct it, but that he bounced it on the floor and and certainly didn't think it was going in the stands or to hit anyone. So that was kind of his response to it. However, he was the first one to greet his teammates as they were coming off the court and into the tunnel. So uh, I saw the video. They're coming off. They're jubilant. They're excited. He obviously knew what was happening, and he's in the bowels of the stadium so he could hear them all react. And he gave Jordan Poole a big embrace. We just kind of embrace a little bit. Obviously, he's our leader, um, and we would love to have him in the game at the, the last three. We just found a way to grit it out, um, get a big win against a really good team. And uh, got to keep that momentum going. I don't think this is the same thing, but Clay Thompson hit someone with an object in his post-game press conference. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm, ter- I'm sorry. He apparently threw a paper airplane. Any chance that there's video on Twitter? Okay. Uh, Jay's going to throw it up on our uh, show Twitter account after our CBS. You know what's really funny? Every now and then, I will allow my kiddos on Sunday mornings, my fourth and fifth graders, the boys especially, but the girls will do it too, to make paper airplanes. And the rule I tell them is you do not throw those at a human. You throw them at the wall, you throw them at the ground, you throw them away from people. And when they hit someone with the paper paper airplanes because they're not paying attention to me, I take the paper airplane away. So this is Clay Thompson who goes into his press room for whatever reason, has a paper airplane and uh uh-oh. Oh, sorry. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) 
I love Clay Thompson. <laughs> yeah, check it out on our show Twitter. I'm He's he's so nice. He just kind of used that follow through uh, with the the same type of follow through he uses for his shot, but it it doesn't work the same way with a piece of paper and a paper airplane. <laughs> so that's on our show Twitter. Also on our show Twitter, we've got your poll up. Which matchup do you most want to see? What do you want? We're asking you, what do you want? I want you to tell me what you want for Super Bowl 57 plus. We now have a post up where you can weigh in about streaming services. Which ones do you have to watch sports? Where do you draw the line? Uh, I know some of you are weighing in on Facebook too. John says, I have YouTube, TV, Peacock, which is NBC, Hulu, Disney Plus, Amazon Prime. Wow, that's a lot. I, <laughs> that's a lot, John. Good for you. He says, unfortunately, Bally Sports charges streamers $20 a month to watch games, so I can't watch the Tigers or Red Wings. Jay, remind me which streaming service has the the Yankees and Mets like once or twice a month? That would be Apple TV. Oh, it is Apple yeah. TV. Okay, so Apple's gotten in bed with Major League Baseball where they now carry games. Um, and so even in local markets, that's the part that's that's frustrating. Even if you're in a local market, the game is no longer available on your local network. Instead, you also would have to subscribe to uh, Apple TV. So baseball's got this weird like exclusive deal where the games that air – so in the NFL, where you have a situation like that, the games still air in the local markets. Um, I think it's the case for Amazon Prime, where the games still air in the local markets. But when it comes to baseball, you can't get it except for Apple TV. Uh, and so it's frustrating because then you end up having fans in the in the markets where these teams are based who are used to watching their teams more more nights than not, you know, six nights out of seven, they end up either having to listen to the radio or they just miss the game altogether. So it does definitely alienate your your most staunch supporters, your staunchest supporters and your most faithful fans. Uh, so, yeah, we've got a lot of stuff that you can uh, do on our social. Uh, coming up, we'll give you the update from one Patrick Mahomes himself, who is also an MVP finalist. I, I mean, I I don't think it's going out on a limb to say he's the MVP favorite uh, because, you know, it doesn't include playoff games, though he was out there last week even after he got hurt. So uh, you definitely have an update from Mahomes as well as all the other quarterbacks and, and athletes who are playing this weekend. It's going to be fun. We may not even get to it all uh, just because there's so much of it and we still have one more show to actually launch you forward into Championship Sunday. But... Yeah, tons and tons of ways that you can interact with us uh, on Twitter, After Hours CBS. Our poll's already going great gangbusters. And then on Facebook, too. And uh, thank you again for your kind words about Penny. I I really don't deserve them. She does. I, I do not. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. You are listening. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. To the After Hours Podcast. The Kansas City Chiefs. McKinnon sprints in motion to the near flat. Mahomes now steps up in the pocket, throws lane wide open, back of the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. Marquez Valdez Scantling on a six-yard touchdown. He told you guys, I mean, he, he mentioned to you that he's going to play. So, I mean, that's, uh, um, that's his mindset. And, and then we'll just take it day by day and see how he does. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. That was the post-game perspective on Saturday after the Chiefs had dispatched the Jaguars and that Marquez Valdez-Scantling touchdown catch from Patrick Mahomes really uh, capped a drive in which Mahomes was showing off his toughness and the team was rallied around him. Uh, Travis Kelsey being his security blanket, Mahomes uh, having to move around a little bit but not throwing a pass outside of the pocket. And How many times did he wince or grimace and his linemen are picking him up off the field? But ultimately that touchdown with Mitch Holtis on Chiefs Radio pushed the lead back to 10 and then it was special teams and defense the rest of the way to keep the Jags at bay. But moving forward, a lot of talk about how high ankle sprains, they'll take four weeks, they'll take five weeks, he's going to be in so much pain, there's no way that he's going to be available to play and if he is playing uh, next weekend against the Bengals Sunday, it's going to be a very limited Mahomes, he's not going to be able to push off and there's so much analysis in the first two days even though Andy Reid said he was doing a lot better well, maybe you'll believe it when you hear it from Pat himself I'm doing good, you know, AFC Championship week, ready to go. A few days of treatment, a few days of rehab. I felt better than I thought I was going to be after the game. I mean, moving on it during the game definitely definitely hurt. Um, but uh, after the game, I was able to rest it and kind of ice it up and do different stuff like that. I felt in a little bit better position. And obviously the next morning felt a little bit better. And I've continued to get better throughout the week. He's had injuries before, so um, he can bank on, uh, you know, that past experience that he's had. But... Um, 
you know, he'll, he'll, he'll do fine. It's just a matter of making sure that he's safe to, you know, safe as you can be out there. There is always the chance, and, and I would say it probably happens more than we or the league would like to acknowledge, but there's a reason why teams are cryptic about injuries. Now, well, there's a, a couple of reasons, I guess. Number one, they don't want to reveal, gosh, this applies to hockey too, right, where they just they go everything upper body and lower body, uh, internal injury. Um, number one, coaches don't want to reveal injuries because they don't want you to be able to game plan for this player versus this player. And I don't just mean quarterbacks, but if you've got a, a wide receiver who might or might not be on the field, well, then you have to spend extra time game planning. So the, the game plans are so nuanced and defense coordinators have so much on their plates that, of course, uh, you don't – the offensive uh, coaches – I just completely butchered that. You know what I'm saying? The coach, the coaches don't want to reveal anything so that it makes it easier for the other team to game plan. Now, why was that so hard, Amy? I, okay, I'm not going to swear. Uh, so that's one thing. But the other thing is that you don't want your player's body part to be a target of the defense or the offense. Either way, I mean, you don't you don't want other players to be accidentally on purpose rolling up on Mahomes' ankle or stepping on his ankle or in a huddle grabbing his ankle. And, and yeah, of course that kind of stuff happens. Everything gets grabbed in a huddle or in a scrumble when guys are in a pile. I mean, that's that's classic. The stories that you hear uh, from players who've been at the bottom of those piles where everything gets grabbed. So, yes, you can understand uh, why they're very cryptic about injuries. In this case, we all know what has happened with Mahomes' ankle. He's talked about it. Reed's talked about it. We can see it. The good news is he was a full participant in practice on Wednesday. He was not limited at all. Uh, he did talk about how he likely uh, would feel it when he was when he was pushing off or feel it when he was planting, but that he just had to test it out and keep going through treatment to Sunday. So I'm so glad because I don't want to see Chiefs and Bengals if we don't have a healthy Patrick Mahomes. This is no disrespect to Chad Henney. He would tell you the same thing. Uh, full strength for the Chiefs. Full go is Pat. And the offense is designed around him. So this high ankle sprain apparently is not uh, going to limit him the way that it limited so many other people. I mean, think about the number of high ankle sprains this year in the NFL that kept guys out for four weeks, five weeks, six weeks. I mean, it's, it's like miraculous healing here. Yeah, that's what the playoffs will do for you. <laughs> By the way, Patrick is one of five finalists for the MVP. Duh. Uh, and also the, the Offensive Player of the Year finalists were revealed on Wednesday. So Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, and Justin Jefferson are finalists for both of those awards. Josh Allen and Joe Burrow are also finalists for the MVP. I didn't realize there were five finalists. They've turned this into a made-for-TV movie now uh -huh. with the awards that are unveiled. And so now they have to go through the whole uh, revealing of the finalists. And it's become so elaborate. And I do think the awards are interesting. And I'll be happy to see them. But for heaven's sakes, this part of it, this whole finalist thing, it's just, it's it's so over the top. It's anything else. I mean, we've become drama-laden in everything that we do, so yeah. there's got to be a buildup for everything. The only, And some of these, look, these awards are great in a lot of spots. The, mm -hmm. the one that annoyed me a little bit this year, uh, and this has happened a bunch, but it, it's, again, where we're... 
we miss the mark with sometimes with some of this stuff. The comeback player, um, what exactly is Saquon Barkley coming back from? Just not being good last year? Yeah. What exactly is Geno Smith coming well, see, back from? I said that this, this year, playing? though. Well, I said that this year is I believe that Geno would be a great story for comeback player of the year. But You're coming back from the dead, essentially. Yeah, but you got guys that are coming back from, like, you know, you know, Brandon Graham came back from a torn Achilles. He had double-digit sacks. He's 34 years old. Like, those are things you're coming back from. You missed an entire year. Nick yes. Gates almost lost his leg, and he was able to come back and play this year. The reason why we don't talk about that is because nobody knows who Nick Gates is, number one. <laughs> and two, you know, Brandon Graham was on the defensive side. So we look at quarterbacks. We look at running backs. Well, that's we look at, true. You it's know just, that's the it's case with awards. And yes. that's fine if you want to do that for, like, offensive player, MVP. I get it. That's the way the star-laden. But comeback player, can we dive a little deeper and look into the actual guys that are coming back? I mean, Nick Gates, if you don't know this story, it's the same story basically as Alex Smith. Mm -hmm. And that was, I mean, we were all runaway, right? Like Alex, Alex Smith, the idea that he was able to be on a football field, I mean, for somebody like me, that's like a black heart. That was inspiring. <laughs> nice. Nick Gates is basically the same story. There is some way to get through to you. And it's, it's because he's a guard and no one knows who he is. And that's unfortunate. And that's the stuff that I feel like, some of those awards that are lower down, we should do a better job of paying attention. Agreed. And it is unfortunate that these awards become so much about quarterbacks. I mean, you know me, I rail against the whole idea of quarterback wins or the fact that these days when people talk about games, it's this quarterback versus that quarterback because that's not that's not an appropriate way to talk about a matchup. The two quarterbacks are on the field at the same time. So I get really annoyed when all the focus is on quarterbacks. I totally agree. Uh, I do love the Justin Jefferson element. Right. I think that he should be a right. candidate for sure. Right. Um, but I, I also look at Patrick Mahomes. Holmes and he had more yards this year than any other quarterback in history. So kind of a big deal. His team also right. won 14 games. So that's very valuable. And that's what I'm saying. That's why like the MVP is a different story. Like I get it. And I understand it's a quarterback late in the league. And I, I I'm cool with that. That makes all the sense in the world. I mean, cool you're going to get a Justin Jefferson every once in a while. You're going to get it, you know, whatever it was. That's almost 10 years ago. Jeez. The Adrian Petersons of the world. Like, I get it. There's going to be, like, an extra special effort, if you will. But it's mostly the quarterback. They have the ball in their hands. They're the guys that are orchestrating the entire offense. It makes sense. The other awards is where we need to do yeah. a better job. Yeah, That's what I'm talking about. Not an MVP, not offensive player, not defensive player. Those are the pretty much the standard that we all know and we all watch in the fantasy teams and all that. It's the other stuff. If you're going to have a separate award to try to highlight some of the cooler stories that happen every year. More obscure stories. Yeah. Then let's not do it with the obvious. Because, so again. So, do you agree with Christian McCaffrey or no? No. Okay. I mean, no. he was I mean, hurt some again, last year. He was hurt a lot last year. I get it. But, I mean. That he still played a decent amount last year. He's coming. He had a better year this year. I get it. Saquon Barkley last year played. He just wasn't very good because yeah. he was coming off the ACL from two years ago, and it took him a while to get back. So well, and it's the a line nice, was, was bad. Yeah, but and it's a nice little story. But, again, that's. It's a nice little story. It, compared to what we have throughout the entire league with the, with the NFL and guys that go through all the injuries that they go through, yeah, there's a lot more out there that we could highlight of guys oh, that sure. we don't pay attention to sure. that you know are in the trenches that give up their bodies each and every week, and we don't give them enough credit. Agreed. I agree with you. Um, it, this is a the AP is writers, so it's a bunch of writers, and then yeah, yeah. That's why I said we, I, well, all right. of us, everybody. Media. I'm guilty. I of wish it too. I had votes. It'd be right. super cool to have votes in this, these types of things. I don't have a vote, and I'm guilty of it too because we look at what we look at. You you watching each and every week? Do you know who the the offensive tackle is for the Bears on both sides? No, I don't remember everything. Like you can't possibly. You see Justin Fields, you know who it is. You see the Vikings, you th Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson. Like you forget about all the other guys. 
But sometimes for these awards, I feel like we got to do our research, go into it, find out what the big stories are from guys that Marco's we don't realize. fired up about this. We and give them the, the credit that they deserve. give him a vote, to be sure. All right, fun. Uh, we've already had this discussion, Marco and I, about the streaming services, and now we're getting your input. Uh, how many streaming services do you use for sports? Which ones? And where do you draw the line? So I think that's significant as well. We're, we have a limited amount of disposable income, right? And at some point, we tap out. Uh, this is a really tough time for economy. I would suggest probably not many millionaires listen to the show. I could be wrong. Uh, sometimes athletes listen, so they're you know they're be, <laughs> that'd be part of it. But also on our Facebook page, and then vote for the Super Bowl matchup you most want to see. Uh, if you could pick any matchup, we've got a convenient four into a poll. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence. You are listening to the after hours. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This podcast. 
would be Houston, um, Denver, uh, later in the week, Carolina. Do you go there? Um, in, in, in some cases, depending on schedules, they'll come here, or in other cases, Zoom. I might go there. End of the week, I'll go out to New York. I'll have a chance to visit with uh, Mr. Tepper in Carolina. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. That's the voice of Sean Payton, very well known, not only from his years as the head coach of the Saints, but then his year on the Fox football broadcasts. And he did a couple of interviews with Colin Cowherd in The Herd. And this is going back even as he was just launching into his rounds of interviews. Um, He's finished those, and it's been, I don't want to say quiet around him. There's a lot of rumor and speculation swirling around Sean Payton, uh, but it's starting to become more and more, and and this is not based on just one report or one insider that I've heard or that I've read. It's starting to become more and more this trend toward people believing he's actually going to stay in TV. His contract with the Saints is not up yet, so he's still technically under control of the Saints. I think that runs through uh, 2023, this upcoming season, or maybe 24. I'll have to look. Um, but he's, I think it's through 24. But he uh, he doesn't have to coach. He, he could stay in the broadcast booth because he's got that permission, obviously, from the New Orleans Saints. Um, and... The the idea is that he really wanted to be in L.A. And so had Sean Payton, had Sean Payton been able to interview with, say, the Rams, if Sean McVay were going to step away, you would think that that would be the job that he, that, you know, I mean, they would, you want to go from one offensive mind to another. You want to go from one Super Bowl winning coach to another. That would be the most seamless transition, not to mention the fact that the Rams would instantly have another coach in place to speak to their locker room and to be able to hire coaches who brings all of that same cachet. That, to me, would have been a no-brainer, not just for Sean, who would like to stay in L.A., but also for the Rams. And then we thought, well, okay, let me let me rephrase. You thought that Brandon Staley was going to get fired. I did not think Staley was going to get fired. Instead, there were multiple members of his coaching staff who did get fired, but he did not. And so that job didn't open up either, despite many people calling for the head of Brandon Staley on a platter. And Sean has gone through a bunch of interviews, but strangely enough, has not yet been connected to one job over another. Now, there are teams out there who apparently uh, really... I don't want to say covet him because that's a weird word, but really would like to hire him. And and yet the feeling around the league is that he's not sure whether he's actually going to leave broadcasting and take one of the open available jobs. So here's the latest from Ian Rappaport on NFL Network. It's fascinating. Yeah, this is interesting. When this all started, the assumption was as soon as Sean Payton decides where he's going to go, then everyone else will know where they're going to go, and then the coaching searches will resume from there. It's now reached a different point, and if you go through the different places that Sean Payton has has interviewed, it does not seem like a second interview is coming with any of those places. First of all, the Carolina Panthers, where he already interviewed, have Frank Reich, Uh, And Steve Wilkes, along with Kellen Moore, in for second-slash-first interviews there. That seems to be the list as of now. You have the Denver Broncos, who seem to be focusing their attention elsewhere. Not saying he's out, but they do seem to be focusing elsewhere. You have the Houston Texans, who have not yet requested a second interview with Sean Payton. Then he's going to the Arizona Cardinals for a first interview. That is going to be tomorrow. So what am I saying? I'm saying that as of right now, it does not seem like 
there is a place for Sean Payton. We'll see, but it does not seem like there is a place in the coaching world right now. So that's interesting right now. Ian Rappaport is billing it as it's the team's who are not interested in Sean Payton. And the only thing I can think of, I, I I, don't think I believe that. I might believe more that they don't want to pay the compensation to the Saints to have to get him, right? So that might be the challenge. Now, there are some teams out there that do have a ton of draft capital and owners who are willing to go the distance. But that does not include the Broncos. Broncos are really interested in him, but they traded the farm to get Russell Wilson. So they don't have a lot of draft capital. Um, And just as a side note, had the Rams' job been open, they don't really have a lot of draft capital either. Remember, uh, less... Les Snead's t-shirt after they won the Super Bowl about F them picks. Um, And so there are teams out there that I think would love to have him but don't have the ability to get him from the Saints considering what it would take uh, to transfer that contract. But I don't know that I'm on board with nobody uh, is interested in bringing him in. Maybe the fit isn't right. Maybe Sean's indicating that he's not after this job or that job. Or maybe he's just testing the waters. But I love what Ian had to say at the beginning there, which is that when we began this coaching carousel, the idea was Sean, Sean's domino would drop first and then all the others would. And we've been saying that here on the show for, for a couple of weeks now. It's so strange. You guys, all these coaching jobs are open and no one's been hired yet. Why do you think that is? Well, Sean Payton is the reason. Now, there are a couple of other uh, high-profile candidates who are not yet available, D'Amico Ryans being one of them. And uh, there is this idea out there that he'll have his pick of jobs. I mean, he's he's the hot candidate right now, and I love that he's on the defensive side of the ball. But that Niners defense is it's otherworldly at times. Dan Quinn's Dallas defense has earned him a right to pick at multiple jobs. So the Broncos apparently are are doing a bit of a pivot and if they can't get Sean Payton and they really don't have the ability to trade much for him, uh, well, then they're likely to go after Dan Quinn. So it just, it, it blows my mind that usually by the first week in January, we've got coaches who are already getting hired. And yet here we are, it's the end of January. We're going into championship Sunday. We have none of the head coaching jobs filled, none of them. None of them. And we only have a handful of the O oh, the O coordinator jobs filled. And there's I mean a third of the league fired its offensive coordinators, so it's it's a little strange. This is not the coaching carousel that we're used to. It's not, it's the opposite of Fast and Furious. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.